Hello and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. For those of you that are new to this podcast, uh, this podcast is a review of the week of the Joe Rogan experience. So uh, I take a look at all the episodes that I enjoyed the most, ones that really stood out, and uh, do a podcast where I talk about uh, just some of the like uh, main points in a sense, kind of like bullet point it. And uh, often I have guests on that are fans of Rogan and, and enjoyed particular parts of specific podcasts and we talk about it and get into uh, other things on a bigger scale like how uh, this podcast over the years has has helped uh, possibly improve their lives or motivate them in some way. Uh, I have no affiliation with the Joe Rogan podcast at all. Uh, I, in a sense, are like what the news is to events. So... The news has no affiliation with events. They just report on that as best they can. And hopefully they don't suck at it like a lot of news organizations do. But, uh, you know, I'm, I, I get better at this. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, podcast this week, 1199, Tom Segura and Sean Anders. It's always amazing to have Tom on. He's such a hilarious comedian. Sean Anders is a movie... Uh, director and a writer Um, he was on Rogan because he cast Tom in a movie about adoption called Instant Family which is now available and uh, um, really cool story and and they get into that in in pretty uh, big detail most of the focus of the podcast is on Sean Tom does chime in every now and again and he's proud of being in this movie but mostly it's about Sean Anders so really get a chance to know him uh, he talks a little bit about after he started making movies, he took uh, some sort of a media class, like a media course. And it was kind of interesting to Joe because it basically taught him how to handle the press. You know, reporters might be nice for a minute, but then they like twist things around and change things. And obviously, uh, Joe Rogan has had experience with that, and Tom Segura has as well. They talk a little bit about, you know, how you can sit there talk with a reporter that's really nice and then just say a couple of off-the-cuff remarks and then that's suddenly the point of the whole article and that everything kind of becomes a clickbaity issue. You know, they almost don't have a choice but to make it dramatized and, and seem crazy than it is just to keep people um, focused on, on what it is. So, yeah, it's a funny thing. Uh, reporters like to twist things around. Um Sean gets into the adoption of his kids, like the process that they make. So they do obviously a pretty extensive background check and then you have to wait, you're on a waiting list and then they make a match. And, um, you know, this was part of the motivation to, to make this movie about adoption and, um, just the process they went to, they had this, uh, funny moment where, uh, he was shown pictures of the kids and, uh, he said they weren't, like the most flattering and made like the six-year-old look like he was a bit like 11 year old and hardened and yeah it's quite funny to think that you'd want to see pictures of them but you are adopting those kids they they ended up i believe adopting three and as they're growing up too he was talking to joe a little bit about advice on you know not so much raising kids but just like what sports and and things they should get into and joe immediately jumped on the bandwagon about saying look get them out of football uh, Sean said that they played lacrosse, so he was like, you need to get him out of that. That's full of head injuries. Sean's on a, I mean, uh, Joe's on a big kick right now with CTE. 
had a huge head trauma, which is a real problem, and, and Joe does know a lot about it from all his time um, uh, commenting on the, in the UFC. So he had a little bit uh, to say about it. They also talked about Tom and, and how Tom speaks Spanish. Um, so those of you that are fans of Tom Segura might not know that he speaks Spanish fluently, and it's always a bit of a shock because he looks like just such a chubby white guy. Uh, Joe laughs about that quite a bit. And Tom was saying that he speaks a, a Peruvian Spanish. So, uh, you know, he can speak it and it's kind of different. But he doesn't do any of his stand-up in Spanish. Not like Joey Diaz. Joey would go to the Cuban parts of Florida and do some, like, Spanglish-type shows where he just crushed it. Joe talked about how that was impossible to follow, like, back then. Anyone that knows Joey Diaz knows that he's a powerhouse of comedy. Uh, if you're a fan of his, you've seen it. He does crush. He builds such incredible momentum. But when you start speaking like Spanish English with like a Cuban crowd, any white guy that goes on after that is going to lose him uh, completely. They talk some more about their stand-up and how putting the cell phones in bags um, was it sounds like a good idea because people like to film the sets. So if you've ever gone to stand-up comedy, some comedians now require you to put your phone in a bag that that like has a lock on it almost. And you have to leave the auditorium, get it unlocked in order to use it. The issue is, there's problems both ways. Uh, one, you need a service that can come and do that for you. People really hate it. Like, they absolutely hate it. And people are still, like, coming and going a lot. So even though Joe did this for a while, he's kind of dropped that idea. I don't know if Tom uses it. Uh, but people just want to check their phones and they want to they film everything. Uh, it's just kind of how it goes. Dave Chappelle, I know, uses this service a lot. Uh, he's a big fan of it, and it kind of makes sense because Dave is an incredible comedian and uh, such a like free spirit, I guess you would say, when it comes to his stand-up, that he does not want you uh, to be able to get footage of, of some of the outrageous things that he says because you know that you can take sound bites take it out of context and use it however you want and when he's trying jokes on stage I mean in a way that's his church right he should be allowed to be as free as he can in order to get the comedy he's not really trying to insult anybody but again things get taken out of context and and also filming everything it's like that's all anyone wants to do like you become like your own little TMZ person where you're just filming every type of um, every type of event that's happening in your life, it's uh, <clears throat> it gets annoying for these comedians that are trying to make a show out of it, and, and it really does throw them off. I I really don't know. I've been to some places. I went to Colorado uh, and watched comedy there, and they required you to put the phone in the bag. It was a bit of a pain in the ass because I wanted to leave the show kind of early. Uh, so I got past everybody, got outside, and there was no one there to like unhook my phone. So it just became a bit of a, an issue. So it, I don't know how I feel about it. But I do appreciate when performers don't want that sort of uh, thing uh, being shown. Um, anyway, back to Sean's um, new movie, which is called Instant Family. It's It sounds like a real tearjerker because... Uh, it changes these kids' lives. Adoption, I don't have any experience with it, but I can imagine if you were brought up in the foster care or adoption uh, type 
world that, you know, what are your connections for love and family and just even the understanding for anyone caring about you at all. So to be able to come into that life and have everything just change around and people be, you know, caring about you and seeing them as your parents, um, it's so important and it's such a shame that so many kids don't get this opportunity. Uh, one of the things that Joe talked about, which I thought was a really nice thing to go back on, is on his Instagram. And uh, if you follow Joe on Instagram, if you don't follow him, he has a great Instagram. Uh, but he shows this little uh, girl um, and she's just sat there and she has like a box in front of her, like a present. And the parents, well, these two people are to either side of her. You don't really know who they are. And she opens it up. And it just says, you're getting adopted. And she reads it and she wants it so bad, she just starts bawling, crying. And her parents are crying, or I guess our soon-to-be adopted parents are crying. And it's just such a wonderful moment. It, it, You know, it's not an exploitive moment. They're not using this for a lot of attention, but they're just... I mean, the instant change in this girl's demeanor just shows how powerful it was for her, just even in her young mind to know how important this is and what a great opportunity it will be for her life and, and, and how much it means to her. And uh, it's really beautiful. Look through Joe Rogan's uh, Instagram. You probably find it. It's still going to be on there somewhere. But uh, good podcast, moving. You know, it really is. And uh, definitely try and check out uh, the movie Instant Family if you can. I mean, support Tom Segura and uh and listen to the podcast and enjoy thanks guys appreciate it